1: Welcome to another broadcast of doomsday talk radio i'm your host pastor harry here on Block talk satansrapture.com rapture.org our band site i'm here with my co-host lorraine hi lorraine
0: hi how are you today pastor harry
1: i'm doing okay thank you and how are you doing i'm
0: doing great thanks
1: that's good and you know uh It's always going to be a battle doing Doomsday Talk Radio because the the last thing the devil ever wants is the truth. Because when when a person has the truth of God, they have power over him. And that's the one thing he does not want, a puny little human to have power over him. And that's why he offered the churches a thousand different false versions of Christianity. So as soon as they accept it, they have no power, no power over him. He's happy. But when you follow the truth of, of God and who His Son is, you have power over the devil. And that's really what our show is mostly about. So welcome to our show today. And um, as I always say on Doomsday Talk Radio, you know, sad but true, pathetic but prophetic. This is the only radio, the only podcast, the only cast, the only sermon, the only thing anywhere I know of on planet Earth. It is really teaching the truth of the gospel from Genesis to Revelation and back again and really promoting who Jesus truly is, and that is the Christ, the Messiah, the son of a living God, not one-third of a trinity God, not, as the Mormons say, the the brother of Lucifer, not a man that perfected himself, as Jehovah's say. And again, not the Trinity God of the Catholic and Protestant churches, but the Christ the son of a living God. That's who God himself showed us his son is. So if anybody doesn't want to believe that, their argument's with God. It's certainly not with us. Yeah, you know, Lorraine, I mean, that, that's the truth. Yes, their argument yes. is with God.
0: It's, that is it's, good, yes, I agree with that.
1: You know, and, uh, so
0: anyway, can I ask you? Can I ask you about um, sovereignty and free will? Because I think there's some confusion between what is sovereign and what is free will. Because there's people out there teaching that God is all sovereign and all your decisions and everything are really based on what He decides, and you know He's in full control of everything. Well, that's and total madness.
1: Right, that's total madness. Because if God was in full control of everything. There would be no crime. There would be no rape, no murder, no theft, no poverty, no suffering, nothing. So it's very obvious. God is not in control of man's free will. Uh, sovereignty means, you look at the book of Revelation. The future is going to go in. It's going to happen the way God has ordained it to happen, and not as man has ordained it to happen. And everyone's destiny, their choices they make is, it will, will happen the way God ordained. If you choose God and follow Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God, and earn your crown of life, you'll have heaven. If you don't and you follow the devil, you, you won't have eternal life. But sovereignty doesn't cover free will. And when God gave mankind free will, he put a limitation on himself because that means there's a vast majority of the human race he cannot use at all. They totally reject the Holy Spirit. And there's some people he can use to some degree. But God is looking for a faithful remnant that he could use totally. Love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. Their total loyalty is to God and what he said, and then they will love their neighbors themselves. So, so free will does not extend to I mean so, God's sovereignty the way the world's going to the future will go down and always has gone down is is uh, has nothing to do with free will. It it has to do with God's okay, plan. Okay,
0: so so in that where God is sovereign and he what his plan is is going to happen um in the end times it's going to happen as it's written in the word of god because the word of god cannot return void so when the sovereign word of god is sovereign can man with their free will repent and change the outcome in any way
1: No you're not going to change the outcome of the future you're just going to change the outcome of your individual future You see when you look at when you look at the book of Revelation There's going to be a group of 144,000 people who come to Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God, and truly follow him with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. They're the people, the few believers that will escape the coming apocalypse in the first of two raptures by their own free will choice. Then the whole world is going to be forced to choose. Who do they really want to love and serve and follow, God or Satan? Do they want to become so they, a God? Well, I'm just saying, do they want to become a God as the devil promises? Or do you want to repent and follow the true God and his only begotten son? So therefore, okay. then everyone is going to have to choose and everyone's going to fall into category A or B. But so where are we? Say they have,
0: hold, on, hold on one second. When you say they have to choose. Right now, you don't have to choose one way or the other. Nobody's forcing you to choose anything. But there's going to be a day where there's going to be forced. You will either pick this religion or you will pick following Christ. And if you don't, you may be beheaded. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes. Right now, today, no one has to join the Church of Philadelphia. Today, no one is forced to leave these false churches and follow Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God. Follow the truth about salvation, follow the truth about getting kicking Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, every lie to harm children out of your walk with God and other falsehood, to walk in the spirit and truth of God. That is a free will voluntary choice. During the, when the tribulation begins, God can't make you choose him. He can't make you choose Satan. That would violate free will. But he's gonna force mankind to choose god or satan to finally bring evil to a, a crest and then destroy it so that
0: so, so those people that are on this fence line that are either hot or cold they're going to be on the cold side for christ because he's he's going to just feel them out anyway because being on the fence line is a choice right you're not making well, a decision
1: uh, right the majority of the human race today has has not made a hundred percent decision for God or Satan. They're sitting on a fence. So what what the first of two rapture events will do and the coming of Antichrist, God is gonna kick the fence out. Well it won't be a fence to sit on ever anymore. No fence and everybody's gonna to have to go after the Antichrist or after Jesus as the Son of a living God. There won't be any third choice okay it's, that's why jesus called it the time of testing this isn't what god would have wanted to happen but it's reality god would have wanted every believer in him to come to him as as and follow him in spirit and truth god would have wanted everyone to accept his son as the christ the son of a living god kick and follow him in spirit and truth and reject every lie of satan and have every believer on the earth a true Church of Philadelphia Christian taken in the first of two raptures. In fact, there wouldn't even be a, a second rapture.
0: Yeah, and
1: they're stubborn. You're
0: up really bad.
1: Oh well, that we have no control over. I can only. Um, we're doing a broadcast here on Wi-Fi, and it's not recommended to do a Wi-Fi broadcast. So we're doing the best we can at the moment. Maybe that'll help a little. So. Unfortunately, mankind and people are stubborn. They have sins. They don't want to give up certain sins. And they have fear and they don't want to overcome their fear. So they're literally overcome by fear. They're overcome by whatever sin they love and the time of reckoning will come when they're going to have to choose. And
0: Can Can you explain to unbelievers that may be listening to this radio show why they should choose Jesus Christ over any other religion?
1: Well, because it's the truth. If they want to have true peace, they're going to come to Jesus. As the son of a living God, they're going to come to the true God. If they want eternal life, they're going to come to the true God. If they want to escape the coming apocalypse, they're going to come to the true God. Hard, but the devil will come and try to make it as difficult as he can to follow Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God, but with the power of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says we can overcome the devil and the world, and everything he tries to do to stop us. He makes it very difficult for us to do a show every week, and somehow we have stood here right now broadcasting the truth of God when no one else is so here we are
0: okay so you're really breaking up but I will ask you what is can you explain the difference between the Godhead and the Trinity again for those that do not understand and um, have difficulty understanding the difference and how the Trinity came about
1: Right. Well, most people the problem is most Christians have no knowledge of church history. They don't study church history. So they think from day one was Trinity. They they don't read the Bible and they don't read the Bible for themselves. They let their pastor interpret the Bible for them. But if they read the Bible for themselves, they would they would clearly see that Jesus is the Christ, the son of a living God. And That means at one time, before time, before space, before anything, there was only God. Just God. A being called God that created all things. And this God later revealed himself through the uh, Hebrew scripture. And this one God, one day, did something amazing. He created a son from himself. That's what begotten means brought he brought into existence a son from himself and then god became a father father god and jesus became the son of a living god and then god created the holy spirit that's what the bible teaches is the true godhead the false trinity did yeah. the the, de- the false trinity did the, the devil made up and introduced to the churches, teaches that there's one God with three personalities. That's three gods. It's not what the Bible teaches. That's what Hinduism and all the pagan religions teach, and Christianity became a pagan religion. So if you're believing in the Trinity, you're not following a true God. You're following the devil in disguise. That's why the churches have no power. They have no miracles. They have no signs. They have no wonders. There's no fantastic uh, explosion of miracles as we read of in, in, in the scripture. There's almost nothing because they don't have the truth. You can't have both. You can't have the. You can't have Satan's lies and the power of God. You want the power of God. You have to follow Jesus in spirit and truth.
0: So. There are people that read the Bible that don't understand. I mean, doesn't this have something to do with the Holy Spirit working with them? I mean, can you explain the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit does and what the Holy Spirit is for?
1: Well, the Holy Spirit helps them understand, but if they don't want to understand, they're not. A lot of people Mm -hmm. notice there's problems with the Trinity, but they also know there's going to be great problems. If they denounce the Trinity and say it's false, that there's only one God, and Jesus is his only begotten son, they know they know the persecution that's going to happen. They know the the conflict that's going to happen. They're opening Pandora's box. They don't want to open it. People so know. What
0: is, what, why is the Holy Spirit necessary?
1: To lead us into and all he, truth.
0: And who is the Holy Spirit? And why is the Holy Spirit
1: with us? These are very good questions. The Spirit is God's presence on earth? The Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth if we want to be led. The Holy okay. Spirit shows shows every believer the Trinity's false. There's one God, but they don't want to be- hear it. They don't want to believe it. And then the devil raises up ten thousand false pastors and TV evangelists and liars in the pulpit to tell people his lies. To reinforce his lies, but people know there's there's a just like with Santa Claus, everyone that, that partakes in the Santa lie to one degree or another, they know that they're lying to their children and they're setting their children up for some type of great disappointment and heartbreak, but they do it anyway, and they they look to these fake pastors and they don't tell their flock don't do it, denounce Santa, kick it out, no. Nope. They're either silent or encourage it. They have a Santa Claus right up on the pulpit with them Christmas time. Every year. Mm-hmm. Like a ritualized child abuse. But that's why there's no excuse for people. Because we have the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into all truth. If you okay, want to be so led. so
0: so Jesus Christ came for what reason? I mean, we have the Father who created all creation and then we have uh Jesus Christ that was the only begotten son and he came to earth for what purpose
1: well i wouldn't even call him god the, he's he's god or father god i wouldn't even okay. call him god the father because that's part of this trinity lo, uh language god the father okay. god the son god the spirit three is one so okay. I our,
0: our heavenly father who are in heaven i'll call him that but uh why is jesus christ here why did jesus christ come why did he have to die why Why, um, and then the Holy Spirit came after him, obviously. Why did all this take place, and what's the purpose of it?
1: Well, because God gave man free will, he indirectly allowed evil to happen. So he had to to create a son and send him as a savior to teach us the way back to God, to die for our sins so we could be forgiven. The Bible says you cannot earn forgiveness of sin. There's nothing you can do to earn forgiveness except receive the gift of forgiveness. Jesus earned forgiveness for us. But being forgiven is in heaven. That's another lie of a Trinity Church. Being forgiven means God has forgiven you for your past, all your past sins, everything. Now you have a clean slate. If you repent, right? If you repent. So now you have a clean slate. And the question is, what are you going to do with your clean slate? So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back to explain this mystery. We'll be right back. There's just a little carnival music for the circus mm-hmm. people have turned Christianity mm-hmm. into today. And um, welcome back to Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host Pastor Harry here on Block Talk, mm-hmm. Rapture dot com, our band site. You there, Lorraine?
0: I'm still here. Yes, Pastor Harry, we were talking about repentance. What's the importance of repentance, and how does a person repent?
1: Well, what is repentance? Repentance means to change direction. That's what it really means. It means you're going in the wrong direction. You're going south. You're following yourself, and you're being led by your own lusts and desires. And the repent means to tell God you're sorry, and he has to be forgiven and say you want to follow your son to heaven. You want heaven. And then you, it's a complete change of direction. So God forgives you, He gives you a clean slate for whatever you've done in the past. Now your slate's washed clean. The churches the Trinity churches then proclaim you saved and guaranteed heaven and a rapture in the air. Not true you're forgiven. your slate is washed clean. Then what do you do now you're supposed Son of the God, to so deny yourself what you want, take up your cross and follow Jesus. So you're called okay. to a whole new life in Christ, not, not 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 a life of whatever you want to do in Jesus' name.
0: Okay. So there's a lot of blessings and promises that God makes us in the Word if we use our free will and we choose to follow his commandments and follow him and put him first above everything else. And then on the opposite hand, if you're not doing that, obviously you're not getting those blessings and you're not getting those promises uh, that God promises you. So isn't that kind of like, um, in a way, you know, forcing people with their free will, you should choose this if you really want no, good it's to not happen good you?
1: No, it's not forcing people at all. God's saying, if you do what I say, if you do good, he blesses goodness because he's a holy God. If you do evil, we can't bless goodness because He's a holy God. You're bringing evil upon yourself. There's a bottle of alcohol sitting on a shelf. Somebody, God says, don't don't drink it. Don't don't drink that bottle down. You're going to get sick. Person picks it up, drinks the bottle down, then they throw up all night. God didn't make them drink the bottle. They chose it. God is a holy God, so He can't He can't bless evil. So how
0: is God speaking to people? How is he speaking to people and telling them not to do that? That's the Holy Spirit, obviously, but there must be some sort of voice or something that we hear, right?
1: Well, he's supposed to have pre pastors uh, after his own heart, pastors that are preaching the truth. And that starts with who Jesus is. He doesn't have these people. So it causes great confusion. He's got the devil in the pulpits of man. He's got the devil broadcasting for man. So he's got the devil in the pulpits, but the Holy Spirit striving with people, and it causes some confusion. That's why God is going to raise up the Church of Philadelphia, and He's going to let us take this ministry global. So what people okay. are hearing, what people are hearing with their ears, they're, that's what God's speaking in their heart. Just like take Sam okay. is the perfect example. God's telling them in their heart, stop lying to your children about Santa. Tell them the truth. Stop following the Trinity. It's false. Follow Jesus as who he said he is, the Christ, the Son of a living God. We we'll actually have a voice of uh, their hearings telling them the same thing that's in their heart. That's what God doesn't have today, but will have. You know, the devil, okay, Jesus so what happened, this, what
0: happened? What happened to the church? Of Jesus Christ that when he came to earth he established Okay, let's his wind church, up.
1: Let's rewind. And, a
0: minute. No, the gates, hold on, hold on. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against his church. Where is that?
1: Okay, let's rewind a minute. His name isn't Jesus Christ. That's what the English churches did. They tried to give him a first and last name. Like his first name okay, is Jesus. Jesus
0: his last, yes, the right. one.
1: We call yeah, Jesus, right. Yeshua, the son of God, son of a living God. Right. Okay.
0: Okay, Where, so what happened to the church that he established? He came here, he established a church that says the gates of hell will not prevail against it. You're saying that the Philadelphia church happened, is the only
1: church church. What, what happened to his true church? That's a good question. It existed yes. in Jerusalem until 70 AD when the Jews were driven from the Holy Land by the Romans. And then it existed in the Church of Philadelphia which was in Asia Minor. And then between 150 and 250 AD, the church has abandoned the truth of God for falsehood, for the Trinity, for salvation by faith alone, or salvation by baby-infant baptism. They changed the Sabbath day to Sunday. They changed Jesus' Hebrew name. And in doing all this, they have destroyed his true church. And through the ages there's been a few people, one or two people, who would meet in Jesus' name, be part of his true church. There would be people that would be preaching the true gospel, did the Trinity's false, that Jesus is the son of a living God, and they would be uh, uh, captured, arrested, and burned at the stake as witches. So but the, the,
0: his, his true church could not have disappeared off of this earth. It has to be here somewhere because even the right gift not prevail against it.
1: His true church is right here. Everyone that believes... So you're his
0: true church. You're his true church. I'm his true church. Anybody that believes the truth is his true church.
1: Everyone that believes Jesus is the Christ, the son of a living God, is part of his true church. Everyone believes anything else, including Trinity, is not part of his true church. And then of those that are part of his true church they could either be doing everything he says or being or being having problems within themselves but the true church is made up of everyone that believes jesus is the christ the son of the living god that's what the scripture tells us
0: and and those people are actually following their belief that of that and following and keeping the commandments of god right because you have people that can believe believe that You have people that can actually believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and yet be practicing religion.
1: Right. They could be doing something wrong, but there's a part of his true church he's trying to correct them. Like you could have a person that believes Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. See, to learn doctrine of the Bible takes about a month. That's all it takes. Salvation is—we're uh we're forgiven by grace, and we have to follow Jesus and earn the crown of life by overcoming mm-hmm. the world with His help. Uh, that's how you make heaven, and a few other simple things. It's, it's not a complicated thing. That's why Jesus said, "Let the children come unto Me," because the basic gospel is is an easy thing to learn. It's a harder right. thing to follow. So, mm-hmm. basically, I mean, there could be someone that believes Jesus is the Christ, the Son of a Living God. But they have done horrific things wrong. Or they're they're addicted to pornography, drugs, and alcohol. That's not a person that's going to be taken right. in the first rapture e- either. That's a person God saying to repent. But everyone that believes Jesus is the Christ, the son of a living God, is born of God, and they're part of his true church. If they're starting to mess up and rebel, then they have their be and I'll just take our halftime break here. They'd, one okay, day will be... It
0: was all, that last part of it was all cut out, so maybe you can repeat it after you come back.
1: What was, it was all
0: static. It was all static. It was... I couldn't understand what you said, the last part of it, that they have to do something.
1: Oh, well, ahead, well they, have they have to... The... Well, they have to follow Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God. Accepting him is that. That's the first step, but they have to continue. You can't just just okay. quit. You can't, okay, so Thank we're going gonna to take a quick break. Oh, we'll be Pastor, right back.
0: Yeah, Pastor, before you take a break, can I remind you um, and ask you that we were going to pray for somebody for healing? Um, there was somebody that needed a healing. That...
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about healing. That's okay. very good. We'll okay. get back to that. Okay, okay we'll be right back. Thank <sighs> you. back to doomsday talk radio i'm your host pastor harry here on blog talk satan's rapture.com rapture.org a band site i'm here with my co-host lorraine hi lorraine hi hi so back again but um what were you you see about healing it's the same thing when we follow the truth of god you know there's forgiveness and there's healing when we don't follow the truth of god there's no healing I mean, why, why would God physically heal someone? Say someone's in a wheelchair, they get hit by a car and they're paralyzed, right? And they don't want to follow the truth of God. They just don't want to okay, be paralyzed. Grace, Lord, sit, thou women, and okay, back again. Oh, it's glitch here. You there, Lorraine? I'm here. Okay. So a person gets hit by a car and they're paralyzed or in a wheelchair. Of course, they don't want to live their life in a wheelchair. (laughs) They want to be healed, but they don't want to be healed to follow God. Well, well, God's not going to heal them so they can be a better sinner, so they can cause more damage in the world. Healing is a gift, and healing is a gift for those that follow Jesus, the Christ, the Son of a living God. The most important thing for God to heal is, is our spirit and soul. Not our body that's right. going to perish, but our soul that lives forever. Jesus even thought that. He said it's better to enter heaven blind than not enter heaven at all. So it's right. really God,
0: God I, wants I'd like to, 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 to heal speak, us from the inside
1: out. that so sense? I want to
0: touch base on something you just said. It's not always physical healing how God heals you. I had a friend that was in a wheelchair one time and i prayed over him and i told you know by the power of jesus christ and the authority you know get out of the chair and walk kind of thing he never walked but he did come to christ later on a couple years later and he was baptized and he was he found himself a believer of jesus christ the only begotten son and um he was made whole on the inside his physical body was never healed from i mean he was uh he could not walk um his legs were paralyzed and there were, he just couldn't do it and um he didn't either he didn't have the belief because it says by unbelief you know you're not doing those things or whatever because when i did tell him to get out of the chair he said i can't do it right just like that he said i can't do it and he wasn't going to even try because he really believed that he couldn't do it. So well, I, I believe that the people that believe strong enough that they can do, do what God says and be healed right then and there, and that there are miracle healings of physical, but it all has to do with a lot of belief, too, on the level well, of life that the person needs.
1: It's not just belief. It's not belief. It's belief in what? If they're believing in the Trinity, they don't have God. So they're not going to leap out of a wheelchair. If, if they if they're believing and following the truth, they will have the power to get out of a wheelchair. So, see, can you imagine? There, we win. We win this lottery. The Bible code says, and we take this broadcast to a hundred million people, two hundred million people a month. Can you imagine when the I don't know for every twenty-five thousand people to hear the truth, one responds. But can you imagine of those that respond? Everyone has a serious, documented medical condition. Can you imagine 50 people that were paralyzed in wheelchairs, leaving the wheel, walking out of the wheelchair? That would have a profound effect on religion and theology. Because, you know... Well, right it, it would
0: but i'd like i'd like to add that not all healing is physical healing it, it God makes us whole from the inside he makes us whole
1: but he does Pardon want me? to heal us physically. he wants but he also wants to heal us physically, but we have okay. to be we have to be in line with what what the truth is so if okay. somebody's healed, how come you how come you Able to get out of a wheelchair with MS when you were paralyzed for 20 years, and the person would say, "Because I believe Jesus is the Christ, the Son of Living God, I denounce the Trinity and all the lies of the churches. I'm following God and Spirit and Truth. That's why I'm healed. See, that's the kind of witness God needs in this world. That will be a true witness."
0: The yeah, Trinity based churches that do you do see healings on TV where people are actually getting out of little Chosen stuff. Of course, we don't know if it's real, but you know I would it's assume that they're. Per- okay.
1: It's been proven that they've been set up and fake. They've been exposed many times. It's nothing new. They've been exposed many, many times. But the churches, you know, the churches know they have no power. The Catholic Church seldom even has a healing service anymore. There's whole Baptist and even the Baptist religion teaches that God doesn't heal anymore. There's very few churches even hold healing services because they know they have no power. They just don't want to give up the Trinity. But when the Antichrist comes, they're going to give up everything Christian to follow him. And he will be a great falling away from the faith coming, a great falling away from the Christian faith. But people who will be the tribulation saints, some Christians will repent, some agnostics will repent, some Buddhists will repent, some Hindus, some witches, some Wiccans, some Satanists, some uh, Muslims, a lot of people, people from all walks of life will repent. That's why we're told that the tribulation saints are made up of people from every people trunk, every people, tribe, tongue, and nation. And so is the Church of Philadelphia. So you know, it just it's going to be a great changeover happening because mm-hmm. the churches are already fallen; they're fallen from the truth of the gospel. Next step will be to fall completely from everything Christian and accept everything of Satan. Himself.
0: Except there's got to be a small remnant of Jesus Church that's actually believing the truth, like you and I. We're believing the truth, so there's a well, small remnant, remnant of today. Out there.
1: There's a small remnant today that will grow to 144,000 vocal, visible people, and then during the tribulation, there may be 300 million people get repent and don't follow the Antichrist to follow God, and they become the tribulation saints. God's still going okay, to give people. And- a second chance is just going to be the the most brutal, violent horror show time on earth. If you want to, if you want God during the tribulation, because so remember, Satan's son, the Antichrist, is going to become king of the world. So he's not going to treat Christians uh, too kindly. Uh, they're, going to okay. be, uh, they're going to be they're going to be starved, beaten, abused in every way possible, and then ultimately be be, be beheaded. And the Christians will look at beheading as, as a as a good thing, as a way to escape the, the pain and the torment and the starvation. That's how bad it's going to be. You know it's bad when people are going to look at the guillotine as the way out of here to become the dead in Christ. Because the Antichrist is going to rule this world for 1,260 days. And he will let loose his in the rage of the world, on every Christian, but people are literally going to be when they take part in this organization. Satan will have great power over them.
0: Yeah, you're They're breaking religious. up again. Can you can you repeat that? You that totally broke
1: up. Oh uh, well, nothing I can do about that. But repeat it. I said when the Antichrist okay. comes and starts this Luciferic initiation called the Mark of the Beast six 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 people are literally the people that partake in this are going to literally become demon possessed so they're going to be you you can see the rage and the violence they're going to have towards christians
0: okay and you mentioned six 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 on the forehead and you have that picture on your side of six 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 that's representing the person that's going to be marked it's not representing what you're following correct
1: no that represents the future that's what the vast majority of the human race will do. They'll take part in a luciferic initiation. They'll swear their allegiance and loyalty to the devil. And they'll follow him. And they will help him wipe Christianity off the face of the earth, believing that they're following God. Delude themselves that that's the truth. So for 1,260 days, the world's going to participate in a second Holocaust has ever seen and then what happens on day 1260 the trumpet sounds the dead in christ arise first and the few people that have that are alive and remain that have yet to have been killed by the antichrist will be raptured or caught up with the dead in christ to meet the lord in the air and forever to be with him as a tribulation saint and then the judgment mm-hmm. of god is poured out on this world so it's We're heading into this apocalyptic age.
0: In Luke chapter 4, it talks about Jesus was uh, full of the Holy Ghost, and he returned to the Jordan, and then he was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness, where he was tempted for 40 days by the devil. And so, everybody's going to be tempted at some point, correct?
1: That, well... Even if they apologize. have the Holy Spirit, they're
0: going to be tempted. Of course by we're going to
1: be tempted. And that's why the devil says, I mean, that's why Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer, lead us not in the temptation, but deliver us from evil. James wrote, blessed is the man who's tempted and endures, for you shall receive the crown of life. Every Christian is going to be tempted to quit, to give up, to sin, to turn on God. But when we don't, that's how we earn the crown of life
0: right so the temptation would probably be greater if you are following christ isn't that true
1: well exactly because why would there's no temptation for for those that are following uh the devil or 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 false churches they just give into it and believe they're once saved always saved instead of working out their marriage as the bible says to do they just get a divorce and move on to the next victim. Uh, a person has they, a person that believes the lies of the churches and Trinity. They don't have a struggle with pornography. They just watch it five, six, seven hours a day. They don't have a struggle with drugs and alcohol. They just use it. So yeah, the, those that are following the devil aren't tempted at all. We're tempted when we're following Jesus as the Son of a Living God, and the devil is trying to get us to stop. To turn to follow the false churches, to follow something that's so much it seems so e- much easier to us. It's not easier, but it seems easier. If that makes sense to you.
0: So well no, not really, not all of it. <laughs> but so we're we're following Christ to get tempted, but temptation if you're following if you, if, to deny.
1: God? Temptation, temptation to stop following, temptation to stop following Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a Living God. Temptation to stop following God and Spirit and Truth and start going back to doing things that are wrong. We're following a false religion again, following Trinity again. Keep ten people to follow Trinity; they're all following it. So they're ready where they want.
0: You're, you're breaking up. You're breaking. You're breaking up. Either you gotta slow down talking or something, because it's breaking up.
1: Well, he, the devil wants—he wants to stop people from following Jesus and Spirit and Truth. If you're already following him in falsehood and error, he's happy. That's where he wants you. He'll leave you alone. He wants—that's where he wants you in error, in tribulation. That's where he wants you. those that are following Jesus is the son of a living God, that's who he's going to attack. That's the threat to him. That's the light that he wants to blow out.
0: And, of course, he's going to give you apples if you like apples, right?
1: It's like if God said, it's very simple. If God said don't eat apples and the devil says eat apples and there's a whole group of people eating apples, he's not going to tell them to stop eating apples. They're doing what he wants. He's going to tell the three, he's going to attempt the three people that are refusing to eat apples to start eating apples. Okay. So when you, when you accept Jesus as who he is and God becomes God, you also have an enemy, the devil, who wants to shut you down. And all the promises. So you, freedom, have, you, you, you,
0: you have a battle in which we are given a uh battle armor because you wouldn't have a battle armor if you're not given a battle right
1: right Spiritual exactly.
0: we have battle armor what is the battle
1: armor the armor is the truth of god and if if you're not in the if you if you're not in the battle you of course you're going to have no armor you're not even part of god's so all, all these trinity churches they're following satan they're doing what he wants they're walking in darkness it's the few people that come out of these churches to follow Jesus and spirit and truth. Well, they're the people that are going to start having some problems with the devil. He's not happy with them. He doesn't want them following the truth. He doesn't want to see you, a little puny human have power over him through Jesus. He doesn't want to see that. Right.
0: So like in Isaiah 59:17, I think it is. It says, put on the helmet of salvation and your garment uh, you you have your uh sword of the spirit and you have the word of god and you have uh um uh your your feet ready and shod um with your um your uh battle armor right you got your belt of truth and stuff like that so
1: exactly so if you're following jesus as the christ the son of the living god you do you're following him in spirit and truth you have your armor on. If you're not following him in spirit and truth, you're out there naked in the battlefield. You can think you can think you have armor on, but you're just, you're naked. You have nothing. Nothing at all. That's so why it's... You're, you're, so, what's that?
0: So there's, there's scripture that says, uh, resist the devil and he shall flee and rebuke Satan, right? right
1: and that's talking to, to people
0: nothing.
1: but everything the Bible says is speaking to those that are following Jesus and spirit and truth not to those that are in falsehood they're already following the devil so there's nothing there, there will be no, nothing for them to um, there will be nothing for them to resist they're already where Satan wants them if you're in a Trinity church today you're exactly where the devil wants you. You're, you're in darkness, you're powerless, and you're playing a religious game, and you're destined for the great tribulation where, hope, where he's hoping you'll, you'll follow his son, the Antichrist. If you, if you leave these dead churches and you're following Jesus and spirit and truth, then you're going directly against the devil. See, then then, then you become a threat to him. And he's going to try to shut down that threat in every way he can. Didn't the devil try to stop Jesus in every way he could?
0: Of course. Yes. Of course. He failed. But he failed. Right. He He, he tempted him and told him to command this stone to be bread when Jesus was hungry after 40 days of being in the wilderness. He commanded him, okay. If you he he first came against his identity. If you are who you are, right? And then he said he would make this stone into bread.
1: And he the first thing he did is attack Jesus' identity. He didn't say if you're if you're God, the Son, one third of a Trinity God. No, he said if you be the Son of God. He knew exactly who Jesus was. And And Jesus. Son
0: of God, right?
1: Right, and Jesus quoted his, he's quoted the scripture his father gave him. He said, and when Satan said, if you be the son of God, jump off, the took him up on top of a temple. He took him uh, up on a high mountain and said, if you be the son of God, jump off the mountain. And like and he said to the devil, he said, thou shall not tempt the Lord your God. He said, I'm not going to put God to the test. I'm not going to test God. See, he quoted scripture yeah, at the, the devil. I, I...
0: I think he actually took him to the pinnacle in Jerusalem. The well, then temple he and up to he the brought temple.
1: him. Well, later so he, brought he took him to the temple.
0: Too.
1: Then he took him From higher the... and he took him to a place and he said, if you will oh, worship right. me, I will." he'll give him the whole world, everything. And right. Jesus said, thou shalt worship the Lord your God, his father, and him alone. And then the devil left.
0: Right. But Thank the you, devil attacked him.
1: Right. But the devil attacks Jesus' identity. And he succeeded in getting the identity except the lie. That's why the churches are in darkness and have no power. And that's and why so a few,
0: he, he, tries to attack, he tries to attack our identity, too. But we have our identity in Christ if we believe that. Well, we have our identity in Jesus. In
1: Christ. As the Christ, not in Christ, because that, again, that's church. See, saying Jesus Christ, saying in Christ—that's church speak. When when we are okay. when we believe in Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a Living God, that's our identity. Then we become okay. a, tr- a, a true child of God. In fact, the Bible says John wrote, and John knew Jesus better than anyone else. John and Mary Magdalene were the two closest people to to Jesus, and that's why at his crucifixion, it, it was. And the young disciple, Mary Magdalene, and his mother Mary, come on the cross to risk their life. And John wrote, that all who believe Jesus is the Son of God are born of God? See, they all kept the revelation that was given to Peter. When, when, when Jesus asked, who am I? And Peter just blasts out, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, upon this truth, this rock, I will build my church, and even the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So you have somebody walking around believing Trinity. They're not part of Jesus' true church. You have somebody believing that he's the Christ, the true son of a living God, then they're part of his true church. So it's very important. Okay, so that
0: there, there are people in their heart of hearts that truly believe that Jesus is the son of God, but they may not be saying it right?
1: No, they may not have the courage to come out of these churches to to, to a phrase. So fear keeps a lot of people from, from accepting the truth. Fear is probably the major reason that people uh, don't, don't really want to do this but when they hear the final call and they see this is the end coming they're going to have the courage to to overcome their fear because we have to overcome and, fear to make heaven
0: and they're going to have to make a choice because it's going to be forced upon them with their free will that they're going to have to make a choice with their free will what they're going to choose
1: well even when when the church of philadelphia is suddenly emerges on the world scene they're going to have to choice to make they voluntarily leave and the vast majority are going to stay they the right a few will 144,000 will come out and declare themselves as part of the church of philadelphia
0: so the Very church possibly. of philadelphia let, let me get this straight the church of philadelphia is the actual church of jesus christ that he left jesus the christ that he came to earth and it's going to be that rebuilt is- in stone is that what you're saying
1: the Church of Philadelphia is the worthy church, his faithful remnant. That's his true church that he came to build and they're the ones that'll be taken in the first of two raptures. But he's gonna raise this church up as a real as a real physical church and a real physical broadcast. This broadcast may reach fifty people a week. We're we're talking about a broadcast that could reach hundred million people a week. So that would be a a big broadcast
0: it okay. just you have
1: to and it'll be so but the first wrap to join the church of philadelphia is totally voluntary you're not forced to do anything you could just do nothing but during the tribulation you're going to have to choose between god and satan god's forcing the world to choose you don't have to, you the choice is all yours but you have to choose it's like do you want pizza or or mcdonald's uh god isn't going to make you choose pizza but you have to choose you see so the world's going to have to choose because as long as the world goes on like it does you know there's so much evil in the world there's so much evil in the world because people are just sitting on the fence it's like someone once said all that's needed for evil to triumph is for the just to do nothing that's right just sit back and let evil just have its way do nothing Just watch. Just watch evil. Do nothing. That's what most people do. They don't stand against evil. They just watch it. Just watch. There's a guy selling drugs down the street. They see people coming in and out all day and night, but they're afraid to call the police. So they just evil triumphs because they won't do the right thing. The greatest weapon the devil has is fear. That is his number one weapon is fear. So when all else fails, greed, lust... He always has fear, and he tried fear on Jesus, but it failed. He tried fear in the garden, and Jesus fell on his face, and he prayed to the Father with with everything in him. Is there any way this cup can pass? Nonetheless, thy will be done, and God said, You must go to the cross, and he got up, and he went. Well, he was betrayed by Judas, and there were the, were the, uh, the Roman police to arrest him. A betrayer, okay. the most the most vile thing you could do to another human so, being is betray them.
0: So what? Is, so what is really most? I mean, it looks like we got maybe three minutes here. I think. That the most important thing that you could tell somebody today is what?
1: Is to leave these dead fake Trinity churches and follow Jesus, who He is, the Christ, the Son of God. That's the most important thing you could say for a day. And that's the thing that people are afraid to say because that's the thing that's going to cause conflict. That's the thing that's going to cause controversy. That's the thing that's going to cause... um, See, it's like conflict, controversy. People want to avoid that. So they say, I don't worry about it. It's all fear. The majority of the reason why Jesus is... People aren't leaving these dead churches is fear. They're just afraid. And then a lot of people just use that as an excuse. Well, I'm not sure. Well, I'm just not sure. Well, then stay not sure. But all the blessings of God that we read of in the Bible, they only apply to us when we're following God in spirit, in spirit and truth. Just like when the majority of Israel fell away and were worshiping the Baals and the idols. The promises of God did not apply to them when they chose to follow evil. It only applied the promises of God only apply to us when we choose to follow what's right. Now we have one minute left, but see so everything is conditional on what we do okay. for God, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten and created son did whoever so won-
0: people can Believe
1: contact you right what's
0: that people can contact you to get more information right
1: well people contact me listen to the show they'll they'll get a better understanding they can read the three books i wrote it will help them understand the bible better it's all, i mean the, and the holy spirit leads us into all truth it's like uh we only have 20 seconds left it's like Someone once said, you don't have to defend a lion. You just have to release it from the cage. I'm, that's like the truth. I'm speaking the truth. It's the Holy Spirit that makes it real to people that want it. We're just the, uh, a messenger of the truth. We only have 10 seconds mm-hmm. left. So anyway, thanks for coming out today, Lorraine. Thanks for listening. Yeah, okay. and take care.
0: Okay, bye.